Today on the Diz List, we count down the top five lands in Walt Disney World. everything in Walt Disney World. I am Rob. And I'm Nick. Today we count down the top five lands in Walt Disney World. Before we get to the list, if you haven't checked us out on Instagram or any of our social media accounts, we're really easy to find us. We're at Pod. Please make sure to give us a follow. If you're enjoying the show, follow us and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, you can find out more about how you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash the hyphen diz hyphen list. So, Nick. Yes. When you go to the parks. Okay. You don't know that this is coming. No, this, I don't. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, when you go to the parks, and we're going to go park by park. Okay. Do you go left or right? Left. Start every park. I. I oh, wow. Oof. So, let's start with Magic Kingdom. Left. I go left. I go to Adventureland first. So, if it were me by myself, left. Okay. If it's me with my kids and we really need to get Seven Dwarfs Mine Train done, we're going to go to the right. But I but left. Right. You go right I, to loop around right. left. I would go. I would right. go. I would go left personally. Okay. If it was just me. Yep. Right. And I like to normally go left too to yep. hit up. I, I like personally. I like. The I don't like crowds. Like I like to. You know, I joke. I said to somebody this past week, they were talking to me, and, and they laughed at something I said. I said, "Hey, look, man, I like, I like barbecue, I like beer, and I like five people. So I don't like going into that big long line. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't deal with it. I thought you were going to say I'm good at two things. <laughs> no, 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 it's my brother. Okay. Uh, so Magic Kingdom left. Yes. But if you're with your family, it's a different choice. Okay. Yep. Next down the road is Epcot. Are you going to Mexico or are you going to England? You mean Canada? Canada, then UK, correct. Um, you're right, you're right. Mexico. Mexico, me too. Yeah, yep. Mexico. Because I'll usually do the rides over on the left-hand side, go kind of by the Odyssey building, and then try to get tacos. So, I, usually... If I'm coming, in, if I'm coming into World Showcase from that area, yeah, I'm coming into World Showcase from that area because we took the monorail in. If we took the monorail in, we're probably doing the front half of that park in the morning, right? And so for me, I'm oh, getting see, that's a really good. So I'm getting though. there. I'm getting there around lunch, and like honestly, like if I'm getting there around lunch, I can't not have tacos. I cannot not go me to too. Mexico for lunch. Right. That's my. That's honestly my one of my top. Disney World uh, food places is is Mexico. Me too, um, for sure. But if I'm coming in from, if I'm World, coming World in, Showcase World, is now two point. Well, Epcot. Yeah, B, I mean it's Epcot got Epcot A, Epcot B. So where do you do? If I come in the International Gateway, um, I'm turning right. I'm going right to Remy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I'm coming in from, if I'm coming in from, from the front of the park, we'll call it because now it's. Kind of a bunch of different lands, you know, sure. the, the, for, the, the formal, the former uh, future world. Okay. If I'm coming in from there, I'm going. I'm going to Mexico. Going left to Mexico. Gotcha. Me too. Yep. Okay. Uh, next on our route is Hollywood Studios. 
which you can't really go right. Well, you can go you can right. Go right. You can go right, and that's Hollywood Boulevard. Let's say left is everything else but Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. Yeah, I mean, I'm going. Like you're going Toy left. Story and everything is technically left. If I'm if when I if I'm rope dropping or if I'm going to Hollywood Studios, I'm going to um, either Galaxy's Edge or or Toy Story. First. Okay, so that's a left also. Yeah, and I, I would I would agree. I'm also going left there. So it's a lot of left. And I have a feeling this fourth park, Animal Kingdom, is probably also a left. <laughs> hey, I'm a lefty, so I always go left. Um, yeah, it is a left. I mean, I don't know why you would go right out at Animal Kingdom. We'll probably talk about that today, but um, at some point. Um, but yeah, I, I think I always go left. I, I do the same thing in stores. Uh, I'd actually talk about this with some of my math students about like the psychology behind how stores are set up you and i talked about this and we can really get into the weeds on this one but we so where we live the big supermarket is called wegmans okay it's honestly it's the greatest i've been all over the country wegmans is the best supermarket in the whole country love your Publix, but guess what right Publix is good (laughs) yeah Publix is top three for sure yeah it's just not right so uh, we, we had a discussion at one point i don't know maybe a year or so ago where you asked me when I go into the supermarket, and the, the way that this store is set up, just so you can kind of picture it in your head, you walk in the store, there's a little bit on the right-hand side, it's kind of like you can get pizza and subs, but like 90, 80% of the store is off to the left. So um, Nick asked, do I go straight in and do my shopping and work my way to the left? Or do I go all the way hard left to the frozen foods and make my way to the right? Now, I said I go straight back and I go from right to left. Now, explain your theory here. Because you had the opposite, I believe. You yeah, said you I go mean, left. Right. I mean, it, it's all a psychological game. They're trying you can't to play say with right. you, you got to say correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you go... So, I go... I usually turn to the left when I go in that store. Walk by all the cashiers and then walk around the outside so you would start back in the far corner by frozen food beer soda area where you had yeah beer okay <laughs> the beverage aisle yeah. so I go to the beverage aisle Fair first enough. um uh and from there there's like the chip aisle and stuff like that then I work my way my my theory is the beer and the beverages I pick up is not going to go bad by the time I get to the front because I then have to go by the meat counters and all that stuff. So I don't want to pick up my produce and stuff first. I have it so. I mean, that's at the front of the... That's at the front after you go... Like, when you're done, you come up to go... You could. Yeah. We're in the weeds, man. Yeah, we are. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I go left. I go left at every single park. The only park I, I would have a debate on this with is Magic Kingdom... When I'm with my kids, right, or Epcot B, if you're coming if I'm coming, yeah, if I'm coming in International from International Gateway, correct, yeah. Otherwise, it's always left. Yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is something that I've always thought about for a long time. You know, which what's more natural for everyone? And honestly, sometimes, like with Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom, straight is also an option. There may be people listening going, "Well, I want to go straight." They're not giving me that choice. Sure, you can have that choice too. Anyway, so uh, yeah, right or left. Uh, left. Okay. Left. Me too. Yep. Forever Park, I think. All right. Sounds good. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do our top five lands in Walt Disney World.
Welcome back. Today we're going to count down our top five lands in Walt Disney World. Rob, I'm going to let you go ahead and start here. Um, what's your top, what's your fifth top land in Walt well, Disney World? It's a hard one, and you may argue that this doesn't count as a land okay. because this particular land that I'm about to refer to is a land that encompasses many, many different things within this particular land. Okay, I know what you're... Yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, well, maybe the listeners don't. <laughs> go ahead. So my number five is World Showcase. Okay. Does that count as a land? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it definitely I, I think land. so, too. So I think, especially when you look at the way that Epcot is now. So we, we've discussed this a couple times where it used to be Future World was everything kind of around Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. And then the back was World Showcase. Now they've divided it into, oh boy, I'm on the spot here, uh, World Nature, World Celebration, and World Discovery. Did I do it? Is that right? I think so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I did that, I was like, oh, I just I didn't really know that I read if it. Not, if not, users, our, our listeners, can make sure to correct us on the uh, in comments and stuff uh, on YouTube or leave us a comment on social media. But I think you're right there. Okay. So Either way, I know what you mean. The World Showcase is the entire back. It's a massive area. Yeah. And so I get why you asked the question, is this actually a land? Because right. I would say, if we can think about it, is it the biggest land that area not I mean, including the water it's i mean that area is as big as some parks so right. yeah okay does epcot epcot is the biggest park besides the the part of the safari yeah in if you took, kingdom if you took i think if you took the safari out then yes epcot would be the biggest park but okay. with the safari Animal Kingdom is, is bigger well then the other argument too is you look at uh the lagoon in the middle if you well, the, I mean, just based on acreage. So I'm saying, like, and sure. that lagoon's counted there. But I think I think World Showcase, I mean, it's massive. Right. They do a lot of the run Disney through that actual mm-hmm. park. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't have the stamina to do that. No. I would like to do that. I get. I, I tried to buy a sticker online. You know the 26.2 stickers, the yeah. oval stickers? Yeah. They don't make them where it says 0.0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I want. I want one of them. I want to put one on my back of my truck. Zero point zero. Well, you can you can look at your watch and see how many steps you had yeah. on your trip. Add it up, and yeah. that's your sticker yeah, for the back yeah, of your exactly. truck. Exactly. I mean, um, yeah. World Showcase being number five for you, I'm I'm a little shocked, only because it, it's on my list. It's not number five. Well, I'll you know revisit this, um, but it's obviously great. It so. is great, and it's number five great. So and there's have, things I like so much, and I like that a lot, but I don't like it more than four, three, two, and one. No, that's fine. I mean, you can be wrong. This is the question I have. <laughs> the question I have for you though is, in World Showcase. So you, I think the reason you ask, does this qualify as a land, is because yeah. there's a whole bunch of mini lands within World Showcase, there right? Is. Yeah. So my question to you is, in World Showcase, what's your favorite pavilion? Japan. And I know this is a totally different episode, probably. Japan. Japan. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought so. Yeah. Well, and then someday we rank the lands and yeah. the world showcase. Yeah. For, that'd, that'd be a great episode, too. Yeah. I, I'm not shocked that you would like... I mean, Japan's awesome. I like the Japan Pavilion. I think every one of them is so, so well done. They are great. Um, but we'll, we'll get there. It's, I'm going to... It's not number six. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So, so... Your five. My, my five 
is actually one that I also have to ask the question. If it, it may not count, constitute a land. On the maps, it's a land. There's zero attractions in my in my land. Zero attractions. Zero attractions. Wow. Main I, Street, USA. Really? That's my. That's like my number five. Do we? Okay. I, well, I mean, do, I suppose, do we count meeting Mickey as an attraction or the barber shop? So, so or I count those things as entertainment. Okay. So when I say attractions, there's obviously not a like ride. A, there's nothing. There's not a ride. There's not a show. Other, I mean, you can watch Dapper Dan's. You can do that. There's stuff. literally one queue, and that queue is meet Mickey and Mickey, right. or whoever whoever is in there. Right. Tinkerbell. I, I don't care. Like there's not a spot that screams Walt Disney World more than than or Disney in general. Yeah. Every single you have Disneyland Paris, Disneyland California, far as I know, Disneyland Tokyo. Every Disneyland has a main street, right? I don't know about Hong Kong and Shanghai. Okay. I'm not saying they don't, but I don't know enough about those parks. True. Again, if you know, leave it in the comments. We want to know, and we'll uh, we'll bring it back up on another episode. I guess, I guess my thing is, like, it, for me, that part of the park is as interesting as any other part. Uh, it's still so well-themed. Yeah. Right? So you feel like There's you're on... To it. You you feel like you're on a main street. You feel like you're you're going shopping down this 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 main street USA, any town USA, based um, on Walt Disney's yeah. main street where he grew up. And Indiana, walking or walking down that that main street and smelling the confectionery, walking past um, Casey's and smelling the hot dogs, you know. It brings different memories to everybody. For me, you walk by Casey's, I think baseball park. I'm at a baseball game. Um, and one the, of the, the biggest ones you haven't even mentioned yet is one of the best feelings everybody has. Oh yeah, seeing, is the, seeing the castle. Seeing the castle. I mean, it happens on Main Street, Street USA. Right. Um, I think there's probably more pictures taken on Main Street USA than anywhere in all of Walt Disney World. And if you uh, count, I mean, if you, if you if throw you wide photos, extension. Well, if you count the ex- no, I would say there's more, probably more than right. Fo- I don't know. All those like, I'm saying, if you ask somebody, show me a picture of you from Disney World. I will be willing to bet. Well, yeah, all these pictures on your like, yeah, how many of them are from t- are taken with, you know, with the castle behind you, yeah, or with, um, you know, with a character on Main like at, on Main Street somewhere, or like taking pictures at the train station. I know that's not as easy now that they've made the elevated part of the train station more of a VIP experience. You get to pay for the VIP tours. You can yeah. watch the right. parade up there. And then when when you're, when you're people aren't up there, that's where like characters are meeting or right. waving to you. But it is, for me... So I, I'm going to retract something because I, I said something. I said there was no attractions on Main Street right now. Right? So this fall, when the train station opens back up, obviously we'll have an attraction on Main Street. I I just love that land, um, even though there's no rides there. And okay. I mean, there are times I'll, we'll go over and just shop. A lot of times when you do your intro, I know where you're going. I did not know where you were going with this one. Yeah, it's good. I approve that one. That was good. Okay. Well, what's your four? My number four um, 
is Frontierland. Okay. And I'm not going to do a huge build-up because I kind of already alluded to it in the first part of the podcast here. When I get to the park, I go left. And Adventureland is great, too, for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. Frontierland has two of my favorite rides, but, and this is a different one that, uh, I've, that I haven't really talked about a lot, is the sound. I love the sound of of hearing the banjo playing and that music, that kind of old-timey music, and I'm trying to think of the name of the song that they always play. There's Old Susanna they always play, and... Oh, the Frontierland loop is... It's it's great. It just gets me in the mood. I love it. So um, I love uh, Pecos Bills. Mm -hmm. I love the, the tacos there. And I've been said the thing that I love the most, too, that you know I'm getting to, and you're smiling about it, too. And many, many people hate this. It's such a big deal for me. I love the Country Bear Jamboree, and that's also a, a huge part of Frontierland. So for me, Frontierland is actually my number four as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Great. Um, for all the reasons you've already said, and then also a few others. It, it evokes this feeling of nostalgia to me more so than any other land in that park yeah. because the parks that I went to growing up um, had a lot of those same attraction style things so every park has a flume ride right and I get that space or that sure. uh, Splash Mountain is a totally different kind of flume ride but it has a flume ride the childhood park I went to growing up Great Escape Great Escape had a shooting gallery just like they have right there. Now, hang on. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> did your shooting gallery have real bullets? Well, not real bullets, but it did, it, did it ever have pellets? Yeah, it did. Because it did. the original Frontierland Yeah, back in the day, it had, it had like... I know I did it. I don't even remember. It was basically like Airsoft, I think. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah. They couldn't possibly... Maybe they were real BBs. I don't know. I don't know. If they were, they should not have let me hold on to that gun. Because <laughs> I would have been like four or five doing it. Um, it reminds me so much of those kinds of parks so that's why it's number four for me I will say um, there are there are some things about it that certainly need some TLC but they've been doing it so I mean they've redone some of the sidewalks mm-hmm. up they, some of the railing that was starting to kind of get almost uh, I don't want to say rotten but it was getting a little bit uh, suspect there over yeah. um, before you, when you're going underneath the toward the bathrooms and stuff you know what I'm talking yeah, about I do um, that those kind of barriers there were a little bit suspect and they kind of fixed up some of that um but even the snack carts there like you can get the uh, corn dog nuggets you can there's lots of cool little food spots to stop there and there's some like really chill spots so you've got like the rocking chairs are in front of your land yeah we sat there on our last trip it was nice and you can also like go like you know you can stay on the main track or you can kind of cut that corner off as you're going over to like big thunder and stuff like that Mm -hmm. When you cut that corner off, a lot of times there's nobody over there. You can just sit and relax. I like that the the country bears, the characters, not the not just the the actual show. Mm-hmm. They're around right there. Yep. Um, it's one of the only real walk around characters that you get to see and yeah. wave to. And I always look forward to yeah. that. And it's also the better spot to watch the parade. Yeah, it is because the parade starts yeah. right in that back corner. Yeah. Next, everybody to lines up on Main Street. There's no shade. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of shade on in Frontierland that yeah. you can you can find a spot and then also move to see the parade. Well, um, so yeah, Frontierland is my number four as well. So I, I'm not I'm not surprised with matched up on one the show. I actually thought you know, you would have had Frontierland a little higher, but 
I think you're spot on with everything you said. So. The last little bit I'll mention, too, that um, I didn't say earlier that is, is always fun for me is Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah. My family doesn't love that as much. I've never done it, so I can't, I can't come. It was really exciting to me when I was little. And my sister and I would run all over the place, and we have uh, photos of my aunt whitewashing <laughs> Tom Sawyer's fence. And uh, we always get a picture, even though we don't always go over there, but the mill there says Harper's Mill. Yeah, well, it used to. Yes, it used to. So what ended up happening was it got painted over, and I'm not really sure why, but um, Harper Goff was one of the uh, Imagineers that helped create the the park. So um, I always kind of thought that was cool, that it was a nice tribute to Harper Goff on the side. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, Number three could be a lot of people's number one, I think. I wonder if we matched up on this one, too. I wanted number three to be number one when it was first announced. I wa- we're not just okay. making one, we're making two. And the, the Bob Iger made that okay. announcement. They're gotcha. making two. And I got really excited. They're going to be making this land based on Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, I wanted it to be my number one. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's great for a lot oh, of reasons. Yeah. And and I I thought about it, and I thought about moving these numbers around a little bit, and I I feel like if it didn't have this element I'm about to mention, that it could have been knocked down to like six or seven, and that's the Millennium Falcon. Having the Millennium Falcon there and the X-Wing, like, yeah, Chewbacca's great, but like... I see Chewbacca walk around characters at like our, our, our children's museum here in town. Yeah. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad right. it's you can't see Mickey Mouse walking around the children's museum. So it's cool to see Chewbacca having that life size Millennium Falcon just blows my mind. So I, I'll, I'm going to get in the weeds a little bit, but I have to for this one. So we went to uh, blanking. Uh, it's not adventure. Shoot, Universal. Yes, uh, I was an adventure. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, we went to Universal Studios Florida. I don't know why it blanked on the name. That's of that okay. Park. You're good. It's like one of the biggest. Well, because we're, this is a Disney podcast. Yes. That's why. My brain wasn't on it. Anyway, we went to Universal Florida, and we went to the Harry Potter Land, and it was everything out of the movie. And it was incredible. And I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. I mean, I no, dislike land. Harry Potter. Yeah. But the reason I think it's so cool is you walk in, I'm like, this is something I've seen in the movie, and now I'm here yeah. in real life. Like, I'm a huge Disney fan, obviously. I will say that the best land in Orlando is both the Harry Potter lands. Yeah. They're way better themed than... I guess... Even than Pandora. But and I like what I have, and I'm not like the person that... <sighs> got the iPod and the iPod was pink and, and I don't want it anymore. It's still an iPod. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just not how the pink iPod that I want. I'm just going to throw out no, there. You, no one gets iPods anymore. <laughs> no, that's a, this, there's a reason. This is a direct reference to my sister who if she's okay. listening, she's cracking up right okay. now. Okay. And she probably doesn't want me to tell the story, but I will. One year for Christmas, we were in college when the iPods were coming out. Um, she got an iPod, opens it up and looks and goes, I wanted pink. <laughs> so that's that's my reference is the, the pink iPod is for that reason. That's fine. Anyway, okay, gotcha. So now I'm really far in the weeds. Yeah. So I'm gonna pull back a little okay, bit. Gotcha. So I, I guess I wish that Galaxy's Edge had a Dagobah or a Tatooine or a Hoth area. And and I oh know my gosh. Well, I know what they wanted to do. 
I know they wanted something that was not part of any specific timeline and catered to the 45 I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think if they had done Tatooine, if they had done any of the other ones, ever, you know that the... And we are Star Wars people. Mm-hmm. But you know the real Star Wars. You know the people. The gatekeepers would have lost their minds if yeah. it wasn't exact. Yeah. I think they made Good the right... I, make, I think they made the right decision by doing Batu. Um, But, yeah, I... So we matched up again, okay? So my my number three is Galaxy's Edge as well. Hmm. Galaxy's Edge for me would have been number one if it weren't for that it's in Hollywood Studios, which is a dang oven. <laughs> like I can't You're do it about this a lot. Yeah, so the, I can't do more than the park's all black yeah, concrete. Yeah, I can't do more than two hours in in Galaxy's Edge, right? I just can't. I don't know how people do it. And, It'd be in January. And, and yes, okay, true. And that's why when I brought this up and I said, you know, I kind of want Galaxy's Edge on my list, and I said something to my wife. I said, "What do you think?" And she said, "Well, Galaxy's Edge is probably the best themed land." And I said, "But I can't put it one. I just can't you because can. I hate the heat." And she said, "Well, it's not fair to judge that land based on the fact that we are teachers and can only go in the summer." <laughs> yeah. So if you went in November, it might be your favorite land. Yeah. So that's true. But there are other things. Like, for instance, why not give us Hoff and put air conditioning places? <laughs> There's no air conditioning yeah. there except for unless you want to go to Ogas. And no offense, but like, over top. I loved Ogas, but a $17, I don't need to spend $17 on a on a cranberry and gin with a with an ice cube that bubbles. You know, like, it was great. They were good. They were, they were it was, it was an odd, Yeah, they were very strong drinks. <laughs> It made dealing with the with the heat a little bit more tolerable, but it was. We needed it. It's just super hot, and that's that's why it got knocked down to three. But I agree with you. Like, I wish it was more like you felt like you were in the movie, and I I, I understand it's really difficult because they have to please the masses, and in order to please the Star Wars fans that are casual. Versus the Star Wars fans who are like diehard, diehard cosplay people. Which good on you if that's you. I have nothing yeah, against I, you, people. I would consider I, I'm myself not a that, huge fan, yeah. but I'm not quite that right. Big. And I'm not. If gonna, that's a ten, I'm yeah. probably a seven. Right. We're probably yeah. I yeah. would say we're both probably sevens. We're not. I'm not getting upset that. Oh well, they moved this the bracket on this this thing at the you know at the. <laughs> Right. Cantina isn't right. The most highly cantina is just there's no bullet hole and, and it's in the wrong spot. And I can't. And then everyone wants to sit at the table. Yeah, Greedo. So I think I think it's a better. I think it's better because they didn't do that. But then the question becomes: Well, why is why is Morning Falcon and about two? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know they have backstory with all of it. I get that. Um, I think I think for me the best part of it is you're right. The, the Morning Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't argue with that. Do you, anything you have to add about why you put it three? Yeah. Uh, two, well, another one, too, is I love the Smuggler's Run ride. Yeah. But I don't. I like it, and I don't like okay, it. What, I, I like explain. the queue. I like seeing Hondo. I like actually, you know, we got our picture taken in yeah. the cockpit. Was, yeah, that was Well, cool. not the cockpit, the, the whatever it is, the yeah. entertainment room with the chessboard yep. and everything. We got our photo taken there. Yeah. The ride is fun, but I, I feel like it's just I'm playing a video game. And I like video games, but I don't love video games. The ride's, the ride's okay for me. But on the other side, 
the Rise of the Resistance is one of the best rides ever. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's got one of the greatest ever and one that's just kind of okay. I think I'm with you somewhat on Smuggler's Run. My issue with Smuggler's Run is that I get distracted. Like, I can't enjoy the ride because I feel so much pressure. Right, that's true. It, and the other thing, too, is I'm so focused on the game. I want to look around and, yeah. and and look at the cockpit and see what other people are doing or yeah. turn and talk to my son like, yeah. hey, are you having fun? Yeah. Or take a picture. Can't do any of that because there's this pressure. And, I mean, we're competitors. Yeah. We, we want to do a good job with yeah, it. Yeah, we're not going to let the thing just careen off and, like, as pilots, <laughs> you're not going to, like... Oh, darn, I'm running into stuff. You were trying not to run into stuff. Right, and I thought I did a decent job this time. Yeah, and we did horrible. And we did horrible. <laughs> the two times I yeah. rode it before, we were it was abysmal. We did yeah. terribly. Yeah. This I, was actually the best. I've so been I, three I times. think this one was the I best that we did together. I get you. I get what you're saying. The, the, the pressure can be a bit much. Yeah. But that lands still number three easily yeah, yeah, on yeah. my list. And. Definitely. Take, take if I get to go there in September or November or you know sometime when it's cold, mm-hmm. colder. It's never really cold, but like I probably would have a different view. Um, California, I think, is a you know a little bit different too because the you know, temperature is not as as doesn't have the same. And it's part of Disneyland and right. yeah, yeah, too. It's yeah, so it's totally different feel. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. So my number two is right around the corner. Okay. And my number two park, and I never thought it would go this way. I never thought I would think that Toy Story Land would be above Galaxy's Edge for me, but there's just something about Toy Story Land that is exciting and interactive for me. It brings back this nostalgia, Star Wars does too, but going into the queue for these different rides and seeing these toys that I remember from the the 70s, I mean, I'm going to be 45 this year, I'm looking around at these toys and a lot of kids probably don't make that connection, but like, hey, those are Lincoln Logs and those are Tinker Toys, toys, like all these things, and hey, that's that's from a Popsicle, these are Popsicle sticks that look like they had the Popsicle on them. It's those things that are so exciting for me. When I'm in Galaxy's Edge, I was going to say Star Wars Land, when I'm in Galaxy's Edge, I'm looking around and things are just cool. Like, I don't really want to translate the, uh, what is it called? Arabesh is their language there? Yeah. I don't really feel like translating it. I just kind of want to enjoy it. But there's this interactive element in Toy Story Land where I'm pointing out all these different toys. Oh, that's this. That's this. The colors are really bright. Uh, as, As an art teacher, I really identify with these bright, bold colors, whereas Galaxy's Edge is the opposite. It is drab and it is plain and it doesn't quite have that excitement and vibrancy mm. that you get when you go to Toy Story Land. Uh, and then the last thing I'll mention um, before I let you comment a little bit too is one of the greatest times at Walt Disney World is being able to walk through Toy Story Land at night. And I don't know if you've experienced that before. I have, yeah. But if you walk through, that people listening, if you haven't been there at night before and you walk around and they have the Christmas lights, which are obviously enormous Christmas lights. They're all lit up, and even at night, it's this land that's all vibrant and colorful. And uh, did we match up on this one or no? We did not match up. So it doesn't make my list. Sure. Mostly because of, again, my disdain for Hollywood Studios and the heat. The heat, sure. Um, and there's not a lot of shade. That's yeah. Fair. But I do understand your feelings about 
um, about that land. Mm-hmm. I think my feelings for that land would maybe change next summer if it's, if it's going to be next summer when um, the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue opens up. Sure. Just because I feel like the whole land as a as a whole, that land in Hollywood Studios as a park suffers from lack of places to eat. They do. Um, and you'll say, well, wait, no, there's 50s prime time and there's sci-fi yeah, dining. But that's different. But like, those are totally different experiences. And, and 50s prime time, if I want to get yelled at, right? I mean, it's, right. it's the Disney version of Joe's Crab Shack, not Joe's Crab Shack, what's it, Krabby Dicks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you go and get made fun of the whole meal. Like, yeah. I don't want that. And then the sci-fi dining, up until well, actually, never. We have never traveled with with four people, with only with the four of us, and we couldn't do that. Oh, right. You get separate. If you have five people, you have to. So, for for me, I haven't experienced that, and I know that they're there. And people say Hollywood Brown Derby. Don't get me started on that place. Yeah, I haven't it, been there. It, well, don't. Okay, skip it. It's not. <laughs> it's probably not there. much we can eat there yeah. either. Yeah, um, you can have the salad, I guess. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, <laughs> the, I went to Disney. I got the salad. Yeah, but. The, I think when the restaurant opens, it'll get more there. I do think, and this is another reason why I've knocked it down and it didn't make my list, is because as like the creative minds at Disney didn't think, hey, there's this place that like the whole movie's centered around at one point called Pizza Planet. They could have made a Disney-style, Dave and Buster's-esque yeah people eater of a restaurant. Oh, you, they could have made that restaurant and the size of a football hear, field. I don't want to fill it. I don't want to hear the 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 commentary well there's pizza rizzo. Okay, then close pizza rizzo. Because it's not good pizza. Or so, theme it and right. don't make it pizza. Make it anything else. Yeah. So like the, you've got the chef from uh, the Muppets make oh it the gosh. Swedish chef yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And then Served make meatballs. There you yeah. go. Swedish meatballs. I don't. Right. I, I hope I don't you're care. listening, uh, Imagineers. We yeah. just solved the problem. Right, but Pizza Planet could have easily been. That's why when they said, "Oh, we're bringing in a barbecue place," it was like, "Wait, why not?" How, we know you can do pizza right, okay? Because Via Napoli pizza is phenomenal. I don't. I'm sorry, it's really, really good. If if you can do pizza correctly. In one park, you can do it correctly in other parks. But they don't so, even have to do it correctly. Oh, well, that's the other thing. They, they don't, could just do it pizza rizzo quick service style, and it would be just fine. Well, and they would be making bank. They could put more. They could put seriously. They can make it Dave and Buster's style, right? You have games. You have yeah. the 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 claw games. Do you know how insanely rich they would become? Like. Put a claw game, and you know it's not going to cost a dollar at Disney. It's going to be five dollars. Sure. And every time Whatever. you press the button, the and claw. Yeah, yeah. And like people could, I'm telling you, they they dropped the ball on that, and that's why it's not on my list. And I, but I will proof, say that though. the vibrancy, I, I agree with you. It's much more vibrant. It's a pretty land. Here's proof that your concept would work. Now I don't know if people listening have been to Disney in the last two three years, but since we go every year, I've experienced the fact that. The Pizza Planet t-shirts are oh. in the top five most yeah. seen, most worn shirts. We joked about it. And some of them are nice. Some of yeah. them are just like, somebody slapped on a pizza box that says Pizza Planet. But like, right. they are. Everybody's and I don't get Pizza it. Planet shirts. I really don't get it because they weren't there. I, I mean, they weren't as big of a deal when the movie first came out. And I am pizza shocked Planet's. it's so big of a deal. Yeah. It really, it's, you see them everywhere. And then my son's like, sell, Pizza Planet, yeah. Pizza Planet, Pizza, they're everywhere. Sell Every merch. park. Sell the merch, sell yeah. the sell the little plushes of the 
of the aliens, I'm telling you, they dropped the ball. But that's 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 just why for me it doesn't make my top list. But I understand why it makes your top two. So my number two, Rob, is in Animal Kingdom, and it's Africa. Oh, great choice. So I love that part of Animal Kingdom. You've got the Dawa Bar. You've got Tusker House. Is that where we were? Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's that. Like you have shade right there at the Dawa Bar. Oh, great! Like, we watched a show and, and had a drink. Well, that's it was the great. thing is like, so you have your drink, yeah. relax, and then you've got the African dancers or the drum players come out. And it's interactive, so like the kids, if they want to go out and dance, if they want to go out and participate, and you can just kind of okay. I want. I've been on my feet all day. I've walked all the trails, or I've done whatever, and yeah. I just need to relax. I love that part too. It's a great spot to people watch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't eaten at Tusker House, you need to. Um, I've done it two different times. One was during when it was the buffet. Uh, the buffet's gone, uh, and then now it's the family style. Um, the character interactions both times were phenomenal, and they're wearing their safari gear. It's really cool. Yeah, we um, haven't done that yet. I've never, I've never walked away from that restaurant hungry. And I've also never walked away and said that wasn't good. Like, there was nothing I had that was bad. I've had some stuff that was mediocre when it was on the buffet. And honestly, I think that's partially why those kinds of buffets in park aren't going to come back. It's easier to do the family style. It is. And and perfect one dish. And people aren't going to... It's a lot easier to, to, you know, be consistent. Um, Where else do they have a buffet anymore? um, So... At Animal Kingdom in, in Lodge. The park, in the parks? In oh, the parks. I, I, I can't think of I don't any. know if there's one in the parks. I don't know either. If they brought any of them back. But that, I mean, that was one. Yeah. And that's one of the ones. I, I loved it. It was great. The The new version of it is great. Um, I also, you know, obviously you have the safaris there. Um, which is fantastic. You've got, you've got Gorilla Falls, mm-hmm. which is my favorite between the... the Trails. That's my favorite trail. The other one's my favorite, but that's Maharaja Jungle Trail. I like the tiger. I get that. I like the gorillas. Um, I just like that trail in general. Um, The other thing is it's got Rafiki's Planet Watch is part of Africa. Which, if people listening don't know, one of my my family's favorite things. They do drawing lessons with Disney animators. So, like, there's something for everyone in that part of of Animal Kingdom, I think. You didn't mention my favorite part, though. Not even the uh, the drawing. I didn't. Lion King. Oh, the Lion King was show. getting there. I thought you were okay. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't. No, say the that entertainment there. there is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, so festival of the Lion King um, is now back to normal, which is great. Yeah. So we they, missed it. They, they were they it was were, offline when we were there for a week, yeah, right? I know. So I just missed. They it. were switching over to the new one while we were there last, yeah. and we really wanted to see this. And of course, they they bring back the original, which it's is great, it's amazing. Even the the abridged version was good too. I saw that. It, but it wasn't the. I mean, the monkeys, no. right? The, yeah. the tumbling monkeys. Or they did some of the fire, but like they they chop. Well, that's they chop the monkeys <laughs> and then they serve them at Tusker House. Yeah. Just keep going, keep going. That's not true. Um, <laughs> that you know of. Um, I mean, it was some pretty good meat. I have no idea what it was. Uh, anyway, we're off the rails here, folks. We are. Um, but for real, it's one of the best spots in Disney World to relax. Yes. And that's hard to say that because there's not a lot of places in the parks to relax. I don't... I shouldn't say that. 
it's very tough to relax in a go 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 world of Disney World. Yes. And I feel like grabbing a drink at Dawa Bar, sitting down, there's usually tables. I mean, it was pretty packed when we were there, and we found a table no problem. Real quick, yeah. Um, and it was the one that oh, we could see the show the best right. from. It's right in the corner. Yeah. And if you don't want to want that, you can sit on the little ledge that's right there, mm-hmm. right? Just don't crawl over it, because, oh, my God, we got yelled at for one of our kids jumped over it. God forbid they step, like, two feet in the air over this thing. Um, but the, it's a great spot to just people watch, watch those shows. Um, you're not a long walk from anything. We actually sat there, if you recall, we were waiting for our reservation at Tiffin's, which isn't in Africa, but, like, we didn't walk that far. It is a centrally located spot. It's a good yeah. point, yeah. Um, I just like that area in general. Um, if you're going to do any of those tours, that meets up there. Yep. Um, so I, that's just, I love that that feeling. And honestly, it's I'm not probably going to get a chance to travel to Africa in the next decade. Right, probably fifteen, probably fifteen or twenty years. Maybe. Right. I mean, maybe yeah. when I'm retired, I'll have a chance to travel to Africa. And so, I think that Disney does a good job of of bringing culture into parks without culturally appropriating. Yes, that's important. And yes. and so, I feel like there's a lot of really smart uh, and well done um, n- nods to real African culture. I think the word I like to use a lot when I'm there is everything seems authentic. Yeah. And I, I mean, I could be wrong. I've never been to Africa, but I know that I've, I know people who are African who've been to Disney World who will say that they they like that area too, and it does remind somewhat those shows and stuff does remind them of the art, you know, and stuff reminds them of home. Good, um, good to know. But so that was my that's my number two. Rob, what's your number one? My number one, I don't know if we're going to overlap for this either. We're not. We're not. I, we're mean, not. I, well, I already spoiled what my number one is because I told you something was on my list. Okay. <laughs> so my number one is if you walk to Festival of the Lion King and you continue down the trail, yeah. you end up in this, I don't even want to say magical world. I fanciful. Guess it is. Fanciful. Sure. Oh, you, you end up in a totally different planet, essentially. Yeah. And you end up in the kingdom or planet of Pandora. So I will begin with kind of a weird one, but Pandora is, for people who are, don't know what this is who are listening, I'm going to assume most people do, but Pandora is the world from the movie Avatar. Now, the Avatar is also going to be coming out with three or four more additional films. I, I know it's at least three. Yeah, I, I think they have one and then plus three. This is going to be a trilogy. They just did the trailer for the, the new movie. It's something, something, water. Sounds great. Anyway, the but my point was Animal Kingdom has been closing early. They close before it's dark. Yeah, unfortunately. So when we were there... Oh, I don't remember which time this... I think it was the very first time we ever went to visit Pandora. And it was open later. And I can't tell you what time it is, but I know it was dark. And when we walked through, it was the second time we walked through, we went back through, everything was glowing. It yeah. was incredible. It's too bad that they closed that park early. I almost wish they could close down the rest of the park and the animals, put up some kind of chain thing and let people walk around there until 9 or 10 o'clock. It's unreal. The concrete kind of has... Uh, yeah, bioluminescence. It does. It, yeah. It's incredible. Everything glows. It's beautiful. But if you 
haven't been there before they have these floating mountains they aren't literally floating but the way um joe Rody, who is uh, one of the creators of the park kind of the the main brains behind animal kingdom the way he created them was he made kind of the structure to make it look kind of like these uh they have these floating mountains and there's this waterfall coming down from the floating mountains it's absolutely majestic every time we walk in our jaws drop and our whole family loves to just walk around and and two of our family's favorite rides are part of that and originally um, i'm sure you know this but i don't know if our listeners know this originally the budget called for three rides they had flight of passage which is one of the best rides in all of Disney. They have another one that is the Navi River Journey that my kids love, and it's just a silly boat ride. But they also had budgeted for a roller coaster. And there was going to be three different rides back there, and they had to cut the budget back. The roller coaster ended up getting the axe. But just with those two things, and I I know you're not the hugest fan of this restaurant, but they have one of my favorite, our, my family's too, our favorite restaurants in all of Disney, and that's the Satuli Canteen. No, I, I don't dislike that restaurant. What I will say is, your justification why it's one of the better part, better lands, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist anymore, right? You don't you don't get to see Pandora at night, right? Which is why it's not on my list. Uh, not one, that's one of the reasons. And then it, it was supposed to have a roller coaster, yeah. and there's no roller coaster there, right? And the two rides that are there are they're very good. But like forty five minutes for that dark ride is is a pretty average wait. It's not worth that, in my opinion. Um, Flight of Passage, I think is is phenomenal. I'll wait for that any day. Yeah. Um, but I I agree with you that it is probably the best of Disney's immersion. I so hope, yes. <laughs> so yeah. I think that. If if you were comparing Harry Potter in Universal yep. to a land in Disney, a lot of people are going to go to and think of Galaxy's Edge, and they'd be wrong because I think the best immersion, the best theming, is in Pandora. Yeah, I'm a little confused about how a non-existent world <laughs> is in the park about. Our Earth. Now I know that they tried to come up with a justification that, well, you see, the movie is about deforestation of this other planet, and it's about hurting the environment of this other planet. I just don't understand. I don't think it fits personally. That part of the park originally was going to be fantasy animals, which is equally bad. Yeah, it was going to be dragons and unicorns, and then and they I'm, shot it down because it wasn't real. Yeah, and brought in Pandora, which brought them a lot of money. And I'm not. Hey, it's it's my favorite. It's That's my fine. number one. That's fine. I love it. The I whole point. Of, the whole point of this format, though, is that we can debate it. And I yeah. think I personally think that for me, the reason it's not in my top five is that it doesn't belong in Animal Kingdom. Yep. And that I feel as though it suffers from the early closure now. It does. And that was why I began with one of my favorite no, parts I about think, it. I think you're 100% correct on And it's too bad that that's theme. not something that you've experienced 
Maybe you'll get to experience that again. Let's hope that you do. Yeah. But that experience was absolutely incredible. The sound, too, because the sounds change at night. Yeah. And you hear, like, different... I mean, it still sounds like crickets or crickets bugs. Crickets or whatever. They and are, yeah. real crickets yeah. and bugs. Uh, but the only other thing I'll, I'll say, too, is, yes, you say it doesn't fit. Okay? Thematically, it doesn't. But... It fits perfectly in the way of it being a jungle everywhere, and it being a forest, and it goes from being a jungle to a jungle. It, it fits visually, and it fits as far as the feel goes. I agree that it does not fit when you're talking about our Earth and our animals, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's a different yeah. planet. Visually, it it's seamless, and yeah. it's beautiful. I do think, I, I agree, and, and in fact, it's a, probably a good transition Um to mine about how your number one works very well in that park in the sense that visually it all is is seamless you're walking along and you're not like this is weird why is this here Um, for me my number one and I kind of gave it away at the beginning when I said that I can't believe you didn't put this higher on your list but uh, is World Showcase and that one is not seamless right you know when you're in Africa, or uh, not Africa, sorry. You know when you're in Japan. You know when you're in uh, Morocco. You know when you're in Canada, right? And they're not seamless. But that's why it's my favorite. And the drastic change is good because you get a completely different feel every time you walk 100 yards. Yeah. So so no, my number one being World Showcase, you know, is, is probably a, a number of reasons. Um I, I haven't traveled the world. Right? Some people have traveled all the countries that are represented in the World Showcase. They've been there. I haven't. And so, for me, being able to visit those those places, especially now that they're bringing back the cultural representatives, I think that they, I think that they really and truly um, do a good job of bringing the culture there um i i really enjoy the shows so the the both the live shows and the movies and the movies yeah um are they a little bit um you know tourist trapped kind of things like where we're trying to you know like for instance uh the original film that was shown in norway was basically created by people trying to sell people on going to Norway. Yeah, it's a travel video. And a travel video. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what it is in China. Yeah, you know, and Canada and whatnot. In France, yeah. It, I understand that that is what they are. I don't care, right? I'll watch that promo video for Canada in Circle Vision. I'll watch that promo for for Japan, for China and for France. Like, I'll do it. Um, but the shows that we get to watch, the shows we get to see... Uh, with the uh, in Japan, the drummers with in in Canada when they have the um, uh, they do oh, the stage the stage yeah, shows. Oh, yeah. They have well, that's, that's a really funny name yeah, for the band. Yeah, I can't ever remember it, but they all dress. They, they got like the lumberjack plaid yeah. on. Um, it's really cool, and and it's a place for me to take my kids in four hours. To experience Morocco, to experience Canada, to experience Japan and China, and I know that it's not the same. I don't want people saying, "Oh my gosh, how close-minded are you?" How I, 
I understand that that's not China and that's not Japan and that's not Canada and that's not France. I understand that, but I can't bring my kids to those countries in four hours anywhere else. Yeah, and they get a slice, even if it's a small slice yeah. of what and, it's and, when, like. and now that the cultural representatives are back, it's going to be even that much better. Yes. Because I've experienced it both ways, and it's way better with the cultural representatives. And this is not a knock on, on the college program kids who are running the food booths and doing all that. This is just me saying, like, the reality is that when I'm in Japan, having somebody from Japan serving me or in the store or explaining something about their land, like at the Kidcot experience, that's a cool thing. And I think that when you take it as a whole, the fact that they have the Kidcot, uh, for those of you who don't know, Kidcot are like uh, little it's almost booths. Like a scavenger hunt thing. Well, they're little booths at every single land where... There's activities for kids to do. Some some can be as simple as like a coloring book thing. Or a craft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you got that. And the other thing that I would be remiss if I didn't bring up is the fact that now with Remy's being open, there really are good rides in World Showcase. Yeah. You've got Remy. You have Frozen Ever, Frozen Ever After. Mm-hmm. And you have one that you can guarantee you can be on super quickly, and that is... Uh, the Grand Fiesta Tour. Yes. Um, I was seeing on touring plans, I think, I, I mentioned it on their web or on their Instagram feed. If it wasn't them, it was somebody who writes for touring plans. Um, but it was definitely talking about the wait times and that it was six minutes. That on average it was six minutes over the last wow. over the last few months, last quarter of the year. Um that's crazy. It's also the most inflated, according to them as well, because <laughs> because they put they post fifteen <laughs> minutes, so you're looking at like something that's like two hundred something percent inflation, right? Because um, they're not going to post that it's a five minute wait or a ten minute wait. They're posting fifteen minutes, trying to drive people other places. But it's uh, it, I, I like that ride, and I like the pavilions and shopping in those places, and and just experiencing and, the yeah. cultures. So for me, World Showcase, I know it was your number five. It's my number one. Um, all in all, I think that that I can agree with I think we both can agree with each other's list to a certain extent right um, there's reasons I didn't include Toy Story Land sure. and Pandora and there's reasons that you didn't include right uh, you know the stuff that I had and, and it's funny too looking back at our lists and after having this discussion looking at my two and one my two was Toy Story Land my number one was Pandora uh, being a visual person and being an artist and an art teacher such a big part of the way I enjoy and experience things is this visual overload, you know? Yeah. And it's funny pointing that out because I don't really think of that when I start ranking them, but the reason those two were my number one is just seeing that, you yeah. know? Where your number one is more about the experience specifically with um, shopping and the food and the right, cultural yeah. things. So once again, very cool how we kind of took different paths and the same path for a lot of different yeah. things i i agree that these things are fantastic and i like i like to see how this all pans out now creating this list was difficult but we also had a different list too that we tried to come up with yeah it was impossible the worst <laughs> list was because initially we had planned on doing this as a top and bottom yeah and i don't i I love the parks too much to do it bottom five. I know. I'm going to refer back to my uh, um, your list handy. I do, I do. Five. But do we just want to like 
go through like just tell our top two number because we matched up on on our top two we, worst. We did, and it was hard. Like one of the ones I don't on think those two were hard. Those well, two were not hard. For no, me. not at all. No, 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 no. Oh. The, the ones towards the end, like I didn't really have anything. Like I put the Future World Construction Area, which you can't even go to. It's not even a thing. I did it as yeah. a joke. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. And then we had two, uh, three, and four. We debated whether or not, like, is Storybook Circus actually a thing, or and is that Fantasyland? We're, right, right. we're splitting hairs at this point because, like, it's the, not bad. I no. enjoy it there. But there are two lands that are, are bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we are gonna we're gonna do things a little bit differently today. We are gonna just we're not gonna go really deep into why we don't like these, but we're gonna it say will probably be pretty obvious. Yeah, we're gonna say why or what the two are. Yeah, you want to start with our number two worst? Yeah, so number two worst has I don't know. There's silver linings here or there, but it is the name does not fit what it is, and that's no. and that's Tomorrowland because yeah. Tomorrowland. Actually, maybe it does fit. It seems like it happened tomorrow, and now we're... Tomorrow, more like yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I It's bad. Like, Space Mountain needs TLC big time. Yeah. It's fun, but... It needs a refurb. Every time I get off of that, I feel like, what have they done? Are there bolts missing in the track? Because I need a readjustment from my chiropractor. It's funny it's you ridiculous. say that, because the only thing that had a refurb is when you get off the ride. Yeah. Because they redid the little little mural, and yeah. uh, but that mural, if you look close, it's just a sponge painting yeah. on the wall. If you look close next yeah. time, folks, they sponge paint a mural. Because <laughs> it's no Mary Blair, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I think, and like we've had, we've already talked about our disdain for the uh, Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh, yeah. Um, that thing is Worst needs to go away. Yeah. Um, now, when Tron opens, will that do something to revamp this area? Sure. Sure. But they need a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. It's Listen, if you're going to call a place Tomorrowland, you better always be at tomorrow, okay? They, they are now firmly in Jetsons, okay? What I mean by that is I remember watching the Jetsons as a kid and being like, can you imagine, or even like Back to the Future, yeah. can you imagine a day where you can just say, hey, call this person, and it does it, or what video, like you can call somebody and watch the video? Folks, we carry that around in our pocket. On the Jetsons, they needed a, a freaking room for it. In, in Back to the Future, it was like a huge computer system and a massive TV screen. We don't need that. We have it in our pocket. Yeah. yeah. We have everybody, if I, I'm not even going to use her name, because I guarantee you, I'm at Rob's house right now, but if I use her name, she's going to start talking to me and playing music if I tell that woman who starts with A and ends in <laughs> Lexa, um, I, what's going to happen, yeah. right? I would do it to you, and I would say it, because then if you're playing this at home, on speakers, it, it you all would turn on. Yeah. It's, we have that. And I feel like that was Jetsons, that was Back to the Future, and that's what's going on in in Tomorrowland. They want to they want us to believe that that's the future, and it's not. It's it's done. Like that place is not the future at all. So next month uh, is the D twenty three Expo, which uh, Disney does. Kind of, it's their version of Comic Con every year. And what we've learned early on is that they've allotted a lot of money for something and we don't know what the something yet is but it's literally billions of dollars i think it's the fifth gate they i hope so i would i really yeah. hope so because yeah. they're gonna have to compete yeah. with universal the place i yeah. couldn't remember its name 15 yeah. minutes i'm ago. gonna i'm gonna tell you and then we're gonna go to our number one because we're getting really long and definitely like it's okay. in the it's, weeds here it's two episodes in one so it's by one get one my i'm gonna give you my prediction sure they're not reopening blizzard beach 
they're bulldozing it and it's becoming their fifth gate. Here's why I say that. Blizzard Beach is 66 acres. Yeah. It's only uh, six acres less than Disney's California Adventure. California Adventure is 70, 72 acres. Blizzard Beach mm. is 66 acres. Six Do you acres. think... I'm just saying... Maybe I'm, they're going to create Disney's Florida Adventure? I don't know, but like they need to do something. Anyway, actually, that's, that's a bad idea. That's I'm just telling you. That's I don't know what's going to happen, but but I, that's my prediction. You brought it up. That's my prediction. Yeah, and if if you want to know our um, thoughts of what we think the fifth gate would be, listen to the previous ed- yeah. episode or watch yeah. the previous episode with Ear Scouts Rob. Yeah, and we went over a couple ideas of what we yeah. think that park could actually be. So number one, number one is absolutely horrible. It, it is. is the worst land. And if you guys yeah. don't think this, then you haven't spent enough time in there. Dino Land USA is horrible. Yeah. The, so, like... The only thing I kind of liked, they took away. Yeah, probably move world. And gone. that was an okay ride. Right. Don't get me wrong. I don't love it. But it was, but it was okay. Yeah. Triceratops Spin is... Okay, so we... Same ride in, everywhere. So, yeah, yeah. we're going to... It's re, another re, spinner. Yeah, it's another spinner. We're going to reband Dumbo, put it over here with yeah. no theming around it. Yeah. Um, dinosaur, the ride, is my... Now, I know that you like it. Well, yes and no. My but daughter and I love it tongue-in-cheek because we make funny faces right. and we, like, will play air guitar until they do the picture and then we laugh. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's a bad ride. Yeah, we enjoy uh, it. Not our dino. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and then we yell that out during the yeah, ride. You hate to go on that ride with me. I hate, we're, we're sarcastic. I, hate, I don't like the ride. The yeah. ride's horrible. The land is horrible. Yes. And I know I just advocated for Disney to create a Dave & Buster's like where they can play games, I I don't to- like totally different. Yeah, the the carny games no. are so horrible. Never never played. And I know some people to. love to go do that. No, but it's like thing. you just drop all that money. No. And like in New York, they have it every summer. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a, basically what we could do. It's a it's a carnival. It's a carnival game. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so and then Chester and Hester's used to be a decent shop, but that's not even that good anymore. Yeah, that's um, okay. That's probably the the gem. And then yeah. I can't remember the name of the restaurant there. There's a burger place that we ate, yeah. which is average at best. Yeah. It's not bad. It's you know your typical Disney burger. There's like the Dino Dig area or whatever the fought like the little oh, kid. Right. Like I forgot about that. Like they could do so much better. And and I don't. Know, I just think it's neglected, and that park needs something. Um, you know, they need something else. I was there on a day, and we rope dropped on a morning that dinosaur dinosaur was down and Everest was down. So you can imagine what it was like waiting in line That's for right. Flight of Passage. So Flight of Passage, we rope dropped, so we were lucky. But by the time we got off Flight of Passage... It was like it 300 was, minutes. It, yeah. It was, well, no, it wasn't that day, but it was it was 270 that day. Um, and then... I mean, I, that's probably exaggerated by the by Disney, but that's what we posted at. Yeah. And then it was a 45-minute wait, they said, for Navi River Journey, but it was definitely not. It was more than that. It was like an hour... And then when we got off, it said an 80-minute wait. But that's because everything else was closed. And Dinosaur isn't there, or wasn't open, and Primeval World's not there. And I'm sorry, but there aren't a lot of kids the age of people who are going to love spinners to have Triceratops spin who are also like, hey, let's go walk these trails. I love the trail. This is, I love the trails in in Animal Kingdom. But Dinoland USA is one of the reasons that Animal Kingdom for me is a half day park. 
See, I have an idea of what we could do there too, and that would be that's going to be another episode. But right. I have uh, we can change this and this. I have a whole plan. Rob the Rob the Imagineer. I have a whole plan, and All it right. starts with retheming it into Indiana Jones, because the dinosaur ride on the West Coast in Disneyland is the exact same track, but it's Indiana Jones. How does that tie in with animals? There's a lot of animals that could be tied in. There's a lot of animals. There's there's snakes. Uh, there's monkeys. Yeah. Why is it always got to be snakes? Exactly. You can tie in animals <laughs> with Indiana Jones. I think you get rid of Indiana. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get too far. I got more plans All for right. this park, right. but I think you retheme that Indiana Jones, and that whole area could be something entirely different, but still fits with animals. Yeah, maybe. I got I got a couple ideas. That's for okay. another episode. So we're gonna have to we'll, we'll have to wrap this one up. Yeah. We went a little long here, folks. Yeah. But remember, this episode is a, a buy one, get one free. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it was supposed to be two episodes, but you're getting them both all right. at once. Hey, listen, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, we're new to YouTube now, so if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to uh, leave a like and subscribe. Um, and don't forget, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon.